All Things Automotive with the petrol head, Niku Smith. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. That's brilliant. Hello. Hello. We thought we'd give you a soundtrack. Beautiful. Like I love it. I think it's awesome. What's Nico Petrolhead's soundtrack? Man, no one can touch you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a nice song as well. Awesome. So, Happy New Year to you. Happy I hope it's New a Year to you. 2021. Yo, crazy times, hey? Yes, so, very interesting. Geez. Very interesting. <laughs> So, Nico, mm-hmm. life is looking interesting, uh, you say, and uh, we want to know, what's, uh, what's your vision, Blue Sky, for 2021? I don't know if I actually have a vision for 2021. I just hope that uh, 2021 is, is, is different from 2020 so that we can um, go back to uh, or, or closer to having a normal life and, uh, um, um, yes, being able to travel more and um, so that's my, I think, my idea for the year. So, and I think it won't ever be exactly the same. Yeah. But ho- hopefully, um, th- this thing will pass sooner than later, and then and we can go closer to a, a closer to what we had, um, and traveling and seeing people and and spending time with people that you love. I love it. I'm going to follow in your wake. Nico, we're going to go into the next week of our 52 week challenge. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to, to test your just, time? Yeah, let me take a breath. Okay. And three, two, one, go. Lucky Alan, Roger, Roger, Polly, Temba, Hans, Jet Crew, Ian, Hans, Fish, Lucky Ranja, Raditi, Rod, Golani, Temba, Gail, Ray, Anthony, Anthony, Nick, Temba, Kalma, Hungo, Eldred, Uwe, Lynn, Lynn's husband, Charlie, Ranja, Kasper, Gerald, Aubrey, Alan, Jet Crew, Peter, Bongani, Imran, Ken, Shane, Tumelo, Judy, Jet Crew, Hans. 50.62. Yo. Uh, That's not easy. It's getting very, very long now. It is getting longer and longer. And we still have a few to go. And after the the thriller from Manila we had last time, I thought I'm going to make it um, much more easier a question with some options that you could choose from. Yes. The question is, what is Henry Ford most famous for? What is Henry Ford most famous for? Is it A, inventing the automobile? Is it B, uh, inventing the first diesel engine? Is it C, developing the assembly line used in mass production? Or is it D, developing the first plane by a car company, the Mustang? So what okay. is Henry Ford most famous for? Is it A, inventing the, uh, uh, inventing the automobile? Is it B, inventing the first diesel engine? Is it C, developing uh, uh, developing assembly line used in mass car production? Or is it D, developing the first plane by a car company, the Mustang? Okay, so my question is, um, Hans from Strace Bay, one last last year sometime, many months mm-hmm. by, gone by. And I suppose the question is, do we go and on, get Hans to try and answer, or does he just have to? No, Hans is just like everybody. Hans is, um, Hans, I think today just takes part like everybody else. So okay, we, Hans, you just take part like everybody else. Bummer, but that's how life works in 2021. Exactly, exactly. So I just um, want you to know that Mangi Bombela, uh, mm-hmm. Bomela, Mangi Bomela in Bloemfontein says, Michelle, 
I love the way Nico responded when you said Nico, and he said, mm. <laughs> Mangi, I think you picked up. That was like almost like, mm. <laughs> So, um, Michelle, did yeah. you uh, um, see in the world of automotive um, technology? Well, apart from the fact that Elon Musk is now the richest man in the world, Exactly. Uh, from Pretoria Boys High School boy to richest man in the world who says it can't be done. You just have to leave Pretoria in order to make it happen. <laughs> no, no. One, yes, I guess for, for him. <laughs> Somebody else could make it from Pretoria. So um, We're I'd waiting. Say, We're watching you, Nico. We've been watching you. Yeah. Well, well my, my objective has never been to be the richest man in the world. Okay. Um, um, but um, um, talking about <laughs> Pretoria and things automotive, Hyundai have been talking to Apple, um, yeah. or the other way around. They've had talks with Apple to develop an um, electric car together. Because Apple, of course, has, has been quite ambitious um, with phones, and they've always been talking now. But now it's recently come out that they've said, well, we're talking to Hyundai now to develop a car together. Yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, if we talk about Elon Musk, not only has he been in the automotive industry, um, he's also expanding um, into space and a few other ways of doing things. And you look at um, a few other very rich people. Uh, what is the guy from uh, Amazon? Um, Bezos is also looking at, at developing things for space. So Apple uh, have, have always spoken about it, but they now I think they've realized that you can't do it on your own that well or that easily just to take on the big automotive giants and make a car. Where yeah. it's easy to sell it, pick a... a uh, a partner, and they picked Hyundai, which is quite interesting. So let's see how that goes and how that progresses. Um, and I don't know if the car will be like an iPhone, where it only works with its own electric charger, and that plug won't work anywhere else. So let's see how it works. Um, the new Apple electric car. Oh, well, that's, that, that would or, just be disastrous. I mean, because it's bad enough that for all your Apple goodies, you have to buy Apple goodies. I mean, I understand why that is. I mean, it's good for the brand. But uh, for the customer, it could become quite a difficult thing in terms of access. Exactly. So I guess what they'll they have to do is, um, like uh, Apple CarPlay, I'm sure they'll have Android Auto in their car as well, because in the automotive industry, uh, you can't have it like your way exactly like you have in, in, in the phone industry. Yeah. Um, because the charges are all different. I think Tesla's tried that because they have a different charger than other manufacturers. But if you let, let's look at an electric car, you want a standardized charger. You don't want a different charger... Um, that can only fit on your car because it doesn't make sense because people um, want something that's standardized. So certain things they'll have to standardize to make it simple. But yeah. of course, I'm sure they'll want their unique spin on it and, and their unique way of looking at it and their unique way of interacting with it. So let's see where that goes. But they've definitely said, this is our plan to, to talk to Hyundai. It's interesting that they've chosen Hyundai as well. I don't know why yeah. they didn't choose an American car company um, uh, because they effectively or an American company, although the phones aren't necessarily made in America. So let's see where that goes. Well, certainly, I suppose one of the reasons that they may have chosen Hyundai is that um, if you look at a supply chain, I mean, it's that idea of the pencil. So if you look at a pencil, then the graphite or the lead in the pencil comes from one part of the world. The wood comes from another part of the world. The rubber might come probably from Malaysia because of the rubber trees. The metal that holds the rubber will come from a different part of the world. And I suppose what they do, the paint on the pencil comes from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, if you, I suppose if you're thinking about the kinds of cars or whatever, you might be choosing where your car is made, the, the cheapness of the car, et cetera, et cetera. 
You're right. I think it's about um, um, exactly that. Um, anyway, any car that you look at today isn't only made by that manufacturer. Yeah. So that's exactly in that sense. If you're looking at uh, the electronic systems in the car, um, I'm not sure if it's the same, but probably still is. There were two major companies that were making it. One was called Bosch and one was Continental Tevis. And they, they're big um, makers of technology and cars. So if you look at your ABS system, it's only developed by one or two companies. Yeah. So that's definitely the case with cars as well. So um, it is the case of saying where can they make a car that um, um, it, it will be cost effective for them, where they can also have their technology. And, of course, they must definitely see a synergy with Hyundai to say, well, we like the way they do things and we want to pair with them. So um, it's definitely an interesting step. Um, and if we talk about technology, Mercedes-Benz have also now um, um, given us a sneak preview of the latest interior of um, the, the the EQS. So let's just talk about EQ cars quickly. So for Mercedes-Benz, their electric cars are referred to as EQ. So EQS or EQ. So the new one that will be coming is EQS. So if you look at the big cars, it's the S class. Yeah. And EQS will be the electric version uh, or big electric car. Then you have EQE. That's like the E class. You'll have the EQ version or electric version of the E class almost. And they've now um, launched what they call a hyper screen, which effectively is a uh, a big interior screen that's 1.4 meters wide. Jeez. So the whole interior dash, the whole width of the car is taken up by this huge hyper screen. Yeah. Um, and if you look at it, it just looks like it's, it's sort of a sculptural element, but it, it basically spans the whole interior of the vehicle. But it really then isn't exactly one screen, but three screens. So yeah. it looks like one screen, but behind it, there's a, a display for the driver. Then there's a huge central display. And then there's also a display for the passenger in the front. So I guess if they get bored or they want to watch a movie or they want to also press some buttons, if you're feeling you're missing out, you can now have that. And that whole panel will not have any buttons. So the whole panel is then a, a touchscreen display that you can interact with. And then they also, interestingly enough, say it will also um, work with artificial intelligence. So yeah. let's say, for instance, when you're driving at certain points, you always lift the nose of the car because there's a speed bump. Um, uh, then the car will eventually ask you, do you want to lift the nose at this point? Or if you drive from from work every day, and every day at 5 o'clock you phone your wife as you leave work, the car will eventually, um, the artificial intelligence will eventually suggest, uh, as you leave, do you want to phone this number? So it will start looking at how you do things and then make some suggestions. I'm not sure if it's good or bad. I, I guess it depends on and if you want the car to start making suggestions for you or not. Yeah. So, Nico, I'm, I'm just interested. What, um, what, what did they suggest EQ stands for? Because in, in my world, EQ stands for um, emotional intelligence, actually. So there's EQ, which is emotional intelligence, CQ, which is cultural intelligence. And then, of course, we all know the IQ, which is uh, just intelligence, isn't it? Uh, Intellectual uh, intelligence or whatever they call it. And then there's CI, which is core intelligence. Oh, so, <laughs> really? No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> CI is something I have. I, I'm, not I'm sure, getting but. all excited and I'm going, really? There's a whole new thing called car <laughs> intelligence. Yeah. Gallabel. So, so I'm sure there's a play on that. Um, I'm sure okay. there's a little bit of a play on EQ and yeah. uh, emotional intelligence um, with the electric, you know, um, um, uh, yeah, it going that way. I guess there's a, definitely part of that as well in, in the artificial intelligence of the cars. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I've seen it already in some cars that they. They start making some subtle suggestions for you, which I, I'm, I personally find a little bit irritating. But I, I think some people would love it. So like I guess what? it depends on your how you look at it. 
Like what? What? What do you find irritating? No, I, I've seen cars where if you're driving and um, um, but I guess that's if I think about not necessarily the car but your phone. If you're going somewhere, um, what I normally would do in the mornings if I drive to work um, at home before I drive out the gate, I take my phone and I quickly look at traffic. Um, yeah. So as I drive to work, I look at my phone and I'll say, okay, I want to navigate to work and then look at if there's traffic on the way there, if I should take an alternative route. And I do that every morning. So eventually now I'm starting to get suggestions um, from my phone. Do you want to navigate here? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I personally, um, I'm not necessarily, uh, I like technology, but I don't want it to be too intrusive in my life. I think, yeah, um, we, uh, yeah, yeah I, I enjoy reading a book more um, and I try to get away from technology. I don't want to be, and, and, and again, that's me. Some people love technology and they want to have that in their lives. And that's why. So do you read your book on Kindle or do you read it in the paper? Oh, I love the paper. I like the smell of the book and I like the feel of the book and turning the pages. It's pretty the best. Okie doke. So that's an interesting one. So you're not going to be the first person to get um, a CI car or AI car or No, EQ not car. necessarily. I, 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 um, there are some things in a car that I think don't really work that well. Um, you know, manufacturers develop lots of things um, that are interesting technology. I'll give you some examples. Um, I don't think touchscreens are necessarily the best in a car because you have to look at them when you press the buttons. And, I, and a lot of them get very dirty. Um, so you, you, there's always smudges that you have to wipe in a car. I also don't think gesture controls work well. You know, they, a lot of manufacturers, or quite a few are going where you swipe your hand uh, to get the car to do something or you get, um, lift your thumb up to get the volume to go up or down. I'm not a big fan of those. I think they're quite gimmicky in a car. Um, another one I, I'm, I'm starting to miss more and more is volume control. A lot of new cars just have a plus and minus button, and I actually like turning the volume up and down with a little rotary knob that I can turn so I get more feeling of where the volume is. And that's, again, just me because some people love it. So uh, I guess um, the way cars are going is more digital because people want that. Most people want that interaction. They want a touchscreen display. They want more electronics in the car. So that's just the way cars are going. Um, And I guess I'm a little bit old school because one thing that, I've realized I have a few friends that have classic cars. And yeah. classic cars, although they might have had issues, have character. They have a different smell inside. They have a, a friend of mine refers it to a patina. You know, they have a different feel inside, which new cars tend to be, um, even though they're digital, they have lost a little bit of character um, and they become quite generic almost. And I miss that a little bit, in old, uh, which I really find Older cars are quite nice. Yeah. Um, um, but new cars, of course, the technology is amazing and the safety in the cars are, are amazing and how quiet they are are amazing. But we, we sometimes lose a little bit of character, I think, in cars. This is just my take on cars now. No, I'm, I'm totally sure. with you. Like that character, you watch an old Jaguar sliding down the road. You can't help but exactly, uh, go Exactly, exactly. So I don't we want do... the car to take over too much of yeah. my life and my driving experience. I actually still drive a manual car, which I think most people think is ridiculous. Um, but I still love driving the car. I still like changing the gears and, and, and interacting with the car. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's um, – and that's interesting because we talk about hypercars and the new supercars are so fast um, that it almost uh, becomes ridiculous and they, they help so much. And that's why a guy like Gordon Murray has now also built a hypercar or a, a performance car. Yeah. But it was all about making the car light and the car has a manual gearbox. So it's all about the driving experience. 
Yeah. Uh, and less about how fast you can make this car go and how much downforce you can have. So, so, so Nico, one of our listeners has, uh, and, and it's an interesting question because we were talking about the green, green dilemma earlier, which mm-hmm. is when you try and make something more eco-friendly, what does it mean, um, the impact in another space? I mean, an mm-hmm. example of that would be we recently interviewed someone about the fact that forests and the replanting of forests are destroying the savannah, um, the large savannah and the grasslands and when they say no you've got to replant forests and replant trees you may in fact be impacting on the savannah and the grassland now so one of our listeners is asking is are electric vehicle batteries eco-friendly or not because there are some question marks around that i mean i don't, I don't, know. I don't know because you've got to say um that's quite a big question and you got i think you've got to have an expert there because you've got to say where does the material come from where is it mined what is that process um, okay, what we- are you taking out of the earth when you do that um, okay. We might okay. have to get you to, to do a bit of research on that. Okay, well, I guess I could do research, but it's always better to have an expert on, 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 on that <laughs> to say from cradle to grave, what is the life of a battery? Um, because I know manufacturers, again, um, a lot of car manufacturers are saying, let's take second use for the car battery. So when the batteries are done in a car, let's use them at home or let's use them somewhere else. So I know many car manufacturers are, that, that for a fact I know, are trying to say, Let's be more responsible in the materials we use in the batteries and let's be more responsible in how we can reuse the batteries when they are done in a car. Okay. So, okay, so we, we'll, do a bit of, we'll do a bit of research on that and we'll get back to you um, on that and see who can answer that. Uh, in Kalanga, in Durban, in Etiquene, says, Hi, JSB team. How about starting from scratch in the 52-week challenge as the year has just started and the list is getting longer? In Kalanga, we can't start from scratch because we're only on week 44. Well, now week 45. This week is week 45. And we have to get to 52 weeks. Otherwise, what's the point of calling it 52 weeks? And 52 people have their name in the title of the challenge. But I do agree it is getting very long. And my breath is um, running out for sure. But that was the fun from the start. We knew from the start that this is just going to get more interesting the, the more names we add. So that's my entertainment for the show is the way you go through the list. <laughs> So, okay, we are in week 45. We've um, got to get to 52, and we can reconsider once we get there. And um, I'm going to suggest that we get um, that we everybody so far has actually got it right. Mm. Okay, so we've got lots and lots of names here. Right. Um, we've got, and everybody has said, see the assembly line, see developing the assembly line. C, production assembly line, um, uh, the production line for mass manufacturing. But I do like, particularly like this answer, and it comes from Mike in Somerset West. And he says, C, the production line, any color you like as long as it's black. (laughs) So I actually think, by the way, and and let me do, uh, because I have to do research because I'm just going on memory, which is a bit hazy. Yeah. I think black was the easiest way, easiest color to paint the car. That that's why it was black. Is yeah. the reason why the cars were black? Is that true? Can you also remember something like that? No, but I, I'm not your the car expert. You are. <laughs> you were confirming, so I thought, hey, I'm right with that. <laughs> I, no, I'm like going, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the reason. Okay, let me have a look at that, and I'll come back to you and tell you the truth next. Okay, week. so Ford, where all the cars were black, and maybe he's the person who said any color you like as long as it's black. Mike is the winner of this week because that is correct, is it not? Yes!
it's it, it, it's it, important it, to yeah. note, Nico, that mm-hmm. everybody got it right this time. You know why? It's because the, the amount it was of easy. Uh, clever people that listen to the station. That's why. Because I tell you what, if I do training, and um, part of the training, I always like to do this. I say to you, especially when I start the first time in, in a class, I say, okay, who made the first call? And I can bet you, uh, or not bet you, but 80% of people would say Henry Ford or would say Ford. Mm. If I'm in a class and I've been doing this now for many years, um, if I ask a class of new students who made the first car, most of them would say Ford. So somehow people have that idea that, 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 that Henry Ford made the first car. Of course, that's not really true. It was Cole Benz. But it just shows um, how clever the listeners of SAFM are. Also, Anthony has said, and I think this is a great quote, he says, Anthony says the famous quote from Henry Ford is, quality is doing it right even when no one is looking. That's just brilliant, isn't it? I love that. I love that. That's exactly that. And, yeah, that's a great, a great way to end the show. Great saying. Okay, Nico, so you'll be back again next week. Um, mm-hmm. Mike and Somerset West, well done. You are uh, the next name, the 45th week of the 52-week challenge. Um, I must beat the challenge of 15 seconds, 60, 15 seconds 62 yes. uh, next week. We hope that I can You are just that. going slower and slower. It's going to become more difficult. The time before was 14.65. Well, of course I'm going slower and slower. I have to say more. <laughs> Yo, That's true. I'm going to start no challenging you. No pressure. In fact, next week, you have to do it and we see how long it takes you. Oh, man, okay. but you've got to send me the list. Yeah, we'll it's, send you the list. You better start practicing oh no, now, like, pal. That'll take half the show. I know it will. <laughs> Nico, we'll talk to you later. Have a lovely weekend. You too, Mr. 9 o'clock. Time for the news. Good morning.